This is the Less Doing Podcast with your host, Ari Mysel. Learn how to optimize, automate, and outsource and be more effective at everything. Hello, Productivity Overachievers. This is Ari Mizell. Welcome to the podcast. Today, I got to have coffee with Laura from the website 50by25.com. She wrote a guest post for the blog a few days back. Laura is the youngest woman to ever run all 50 state marathons, Uh, and she did it by the age of 25. Now, one marathon is impressive, but 50 is mind-boggling, and she did it in less than two years, which is amazing in itself, but what's pretty mind-boggling is that she did this while having a full-time job as a management consultant, traveling all the time, and managing to maintain a social life and enjoy herself. Uh, Most people would consider a marathon a little bit torturous, but Laura thinks it's fun. So it was really cool catching up with her and hearing how she truly finds a balance between uh, work and life and play and work, to be more specific. She basically decided that uh, while it was a goal of hers to do all 50 state marathons, it was also a goal of hers to enjoy her life. So She's gotten comments from people that she could have trained harder and maybe run faster or you know, gotten better times or what's the next thing she's going to do. But those weren't her goals. Her goal was to do something amazing while living her life. So uh, another shout out to Laura for doing this amazing feat. And if you haven't read it yet, please check out her guest post on the blog that went up about a week ago. I'm really excited about the interview that I have today, which is with uh, Jessica Richmond of UBiome, uh, an Indiegogo campaign that's currently uh, blowing away its targets. It's got almost three times the amount of funding that, it, that they're looking for, and they just extended the campaign for another 18 days. So I hope you enjoy the interview with Jessica. Hi, and welcome to the podcast. Today we're talking with Ryan Rousselis, from $1scan.com. Hi, Ryan. Hey, how's it going, Ari? Good. Thanks a lot for uh, for taking the time to talk to us. Why don't you start off by telling everybody what $1scan is? So $1scan is a service that digitizes paper content. People um, mail in books. So our, our specialty is books, but we will do uh, photos and documents and other things like that. But the book is mailed in, and uh, we actually cut the book, and then the book is fed into a scanner, um, and it's done pretty quickly. So people can um, um, they can archive their their books, and then we add an OCR on, to, on top of it, so the um, content is now searchable, and then so they can store all their uh, books and access them anytime, and it frees up space and those kind of things. So that's a that's a very brief summary of what one dollar scan is. Okay, so now is it is one dollar scan just a uh, a great marketing name, or is it actually one dollar scan a book? 
So the way it works is um, $1 is for 100 pages. And wow. So it's still pretty yeah, it's still pretty cheap, I, I believe, honestly. Not just saying that because I work here, but um, now the one thing about $1 scan and, and this whole thing of book scanning, uh, the history started in in Japan. Book scanning became really popular there and um, how can I say this? See, the infrastructure and the the process for it um, was developed there. And there was a there was a company book scan that became very popular in Japan, and uh, people were familiar with scanning their own books already. And some of these guys from Japan decided, well, the U.S. seems like a big market to try this out, and it seemed like a service that people might want. So it's been interesting, though. A lot of people, you know, aren't used to having their books cut. So that's that's one thing. We don't want to cut every book, you know, but if you have lots of copies or it's only for content, then this would probably be something you might want to try out. So this is obviously isn't for somebody who has, like, a, a rare book collection and wants to, you know, keep archives of that. This is more somebody maybe who has their own book or they have maybe some old textbooks that they don't necessarily need a physical copy anymore, that kind of thing? Exactly, yeah. So we'll get a lot of people. We'll get a lot of um, graduate students who have collected tons of books over the years, and they don't want to keep it in their apartment or their house. And sometimes we'll have people drop off, like, hundreds of books at a time. We have... Uh, yeah, we have people that have scanned, like, small libraries with us. We have law offices that have uh, scanned their law books and all kinds of things. But sometimes people use the service if they can't find something that's available in, like, a Kindle format or something like that, and they will order the book on Amazon or a, an online bookstore and send it to us directly. And so it comes directly from the online bookstore. We cut it and scan it, and then we deliver them the, the file. So now you're not getting the books back, obviously. They're getting cut, and then do you guys just uh, recycle them? Or what? You're not getting them yeah, back? Yeah, we, we do recycle them. Yeah, it's um, – I mean, we technically feel we could give them back, but it's kind of, it's not it's not good because we don't want multiple uh, copies floating around, and it's not good for anyone. Everyone kind of – it's kind of lose-lose for us publishers, and we don't want to upset anybody. We we're trying to make a – uh, run a legitimate business. We don't want to, you know, get on the bad side of anybody. So, sure, that 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 totally makes sense. Um, and then you're delivering them in, I think you said in PDF format, and they are they they have OCR on them, so you can actually they become searchable, right? Correct. Yeah, you can you can choose it not to have OCR. Um, and then they have there's memberships and things like that that have extra options. Um, we name the titles for you and. It'll be faster. It'll be um, done quicker. It'll be put ahead, higher priority than other orders, things like that. So there's there's a lot of options to look at. And we also do high quality scanning if somebody really wants like 600 DPI on a book. I think most of the time the 300 DPI is pretty good, but certain things, if you really want it um, scanned nice, then you know we have options like that. Uh, and now, obviously, it's not just you said you do photos too, but uh, somebody could send in uh, like a seventy-page document or something if they wanted, right? That would that would be fine. Yeah, we do we do that. Um, we do all kinds of business documents. Sometimes, you know, we might in the future we might focus more on that if we feel like it. But right now, we've um, all the experience has been mostly with books, so we've been we've really focused on on that. And we think there's still a huge market. We're st we've only been around for about. A little more than a year in the U.S. I came into the company in March, but it was around the end of 2011 that the company was was started. 
in the in the U.S. Okay, uh, and then uh, what what is the process of getting this stuff to? Does someone have to especially box things up or, or organize them in a, in a proper way for you? Or what what is what's that process like? Oh, when when uh, somebody sends a book to us? Yes. Um, yeah, they, we usually ask people to send um, send it by media mail. That's usually the cheapest way to send it, and that's for um, that's the USPS. They offer this service that's really cheap. If um, you use media mail, it's for any educational content, and books count as uh, as that. So that's one option. But as far as actually packaging, we don't really care. We we don't like those popcorn stuff because it makes the uh, office really messy, but. It's fine. If that's all someone has, we'll take it. Um, it doesn't really matter. We just ask that people, you know, package them securely. Sometimes they do get tossed around a lot. But books are pretty uh, they're pretty tough. So I've seen some pretty messed up packages come from – we get stuff from Africa, from China, all over the world. So I've seen some pretty, you know, messed up packages. And I've never so far seen a book that really got damaged from the shipping. So – so I just I would tell someone to just pack it securely, but it should be okay. Okay. Um, and so now you said that the company was Japanese originally, but where where is the scanning done now? Oh, so everything is is done out of San San Jose. We have only about 20 employees right now, and uh, some some of these employees are actually we call it the check center. They're actually checking everything, a kind of a quality check through all the files to make sure that everything's scanned properly. So there are other services that um, that do scanning, but we we honestly believe that we're, we're the most affordable one, and um, we do have that quality check too. So we we don't just like send it out without checking. Yeah, I mean I, I can speak from personal experience. That my my book that was published on green building materials, I, I have uh, sent that in to be scanned by you guys, and uh, it came back absolutely perfect. So it was a that was a, it was a totally fun experience for me. So you oh, know, pick Going paperless is, is a huge aspect of productivity as far as I'm concerned, and I try to push people to do that. So, uh, you know, I, I thank you for helping to bring a service like this to us. Uh, as someone who works for a company that I believe is about productivity, what are your top three personal productivity tips that you use to keep sort of uh, efficient and effective? Well, um I, I wish I would take some, go to like some of your seminars and read some more of your stuff before I answer this question because I, I need to read your blog to get some better tips. But of, of course, the main thing I think is writing everything down for for me somehow, like Google, you know, using like Excel sheet on a Google or a spreadsheet, something like that, and um, being very realistic on time. That's another big one for me. Like I always, you know, try to cram too much at once, and then it just you end up failing on everything. And so I think being realistic on time, it's kind of like, it seems like counterintuitive not to cram too much stuff into once. You actually get more things done, I believe. And um, just in general, setting up realistic goals throughout your day, instead of trying to do 30 things, maybe only, you know, I try to do just a few. So I think I think pacing and timing, you know, it's like running a race or something. You don't just run fast all the time, you know. So I, I believe those three things really help me with uh, being productive. Those are those are great examples. So thank you for that. Uh, and so now, for people to sign up or try out the service, they go to uh, what's tell us the URL. Yeah. So the URL is one dollar scan dot com, and it's just the number one 
and then dollar scan is spread out um, or spelled out. So it's pretty right. easy to sign up. It doesn't cost anything to sign up. You don't have to become like a member. You don't have to sign up for a membership or anything. You can sign up for free and then check out, you know, whatever you want to do. And please email us for any questions. If anybody has any questions out there, glad to help them. Great. Well, thank you so much, Ryan, for your time and telling us about a uh, great service that I have used myself. And, uh, yeah, thank you. Thanks a lot for having me on the show. Appreciate it.